let's get back to the show. Okay, where were we? Before we so rudely interrupted. Oops, no, that's not YouTube, that's... There we go. Republican sex crimes and bad behavior exposed in shocking mega viral supercut. Nah. That was called that was hashtag with it. Former Ohio State wrestlers accusing Republican Congressman Jim Jordan of knowing about his team doctor's alleged sexual misconduct. Forty-three men who say they were sexually assaulted, abused, molested, and harassed by Dr. Richard Strauss, the former employee of the Republican National Committee, who was sentenced twelve years in prison for possession of child porn. He also told people in this group that his preference was for babies and saying that they were his quote absolute favorite, and uh, solicited another member of the group for videos of babies. George Nader. His criminal history included multiple convictions for child pornography and child molestation. This morning, a judge sentenced Ralph Shorty to 15 years in prison. Police caught Shorty in a hotel room. The Republican Congressman Matt Gates allegedly having a sexual relationship with a 17-year-old girl. Investigators examining whether he, quote, violated federal sex trafficking laws. To all of a sudden act like this phenomenon of girls getting pregnant at at, at, a, at a young age that we consider young, 16 or 17, to act, to act like it's a new thing, it's ridiculous. Girls between the ages of like 17 and 24 is when they're technically most fertile. Yiannopoulos arguing sexual relationships between 13-year-old boys and men in their 20s could be consensual. Some of those relationships between younger boys and older men, the sort of coming-of-age relationships, the relationships in which those older men have helped those young boys to discover who they are, Jason Boebert was arrested for indecent exposure uh, because he decided to reveal his penis to waitresses. Turned out one of the waitresses was 17. 33-year-old reality TV star... Charged with receiving and possessing child pornography. Duggar was taken into federal custody, accused of downloading child sexual abuse material online, showing children under the age of 12. Three women accused the Tennessee state representatives of abusing them when they were teenagers and he was their high school. They should be fucking plastered all over their social media feed. He was just the chairman of the key state house education subcommittee. These representatives have been working on a bill that's obviously a Republican-dominated legislature. The House version of the bill, as it was introduced, low battery. It means it could. This is a masterpiece, comma guys! Exclamation point. Everybody, Midas Touch Mighty. Share this link all over these motherfuckers' social media feeds. It will destroy them. What is the hashtag for it? Question mark. 
paved the way to legalize child marriage, like child brides. Congressman Rose's engagement announcement. No, that is not his daughter. They reportedly met while she was in high school. Low battery. Cult leader Warren Jeffs, who was convicted of sexually assaulting minors. Well, actually, he's not in prison for that. He didn't, Warren Jeffs didn't marry underage girls. No, he's in, he's in prison for facilitation. Low battery. Has made a lifelong commitment to live and take care of the person. So it is a little different. A man running for a college district's governing board arrested for masturbating on a campus. A Maricopa County College police officer Ugh. found Randy Kaufman with his pants down, masturbating Disgusting. in his truck at 4:30 in the afternoon in the Rio Salado College campus. The parking lot, just feet away from a preschool and child care center where kids were outside playing. A former Trump official who has pled guilty to child porn charges. He's a former Commerce Department official in the Trump administration, sentenced to a five and a half year prison term after pleading guilty to possession of child pornography. This is Adam Which Hageman. One? Tony Lazaro allegedly gave underage girls expensive gifts and money in exchange for sex. He is charged with sex trafficking. A former Florida Elections Commission attorney pleaded guilty today to conspiring to distribute, receive, and possess child pornography. Prosecutors say Eric Matthew Lipman shared the videos on a file hosting site. He faced up to 20 years. The stunning political scandal that is rocking Capitol Hill. Republican Congressman Mark Foley abruptly resigned Friday after questionable emails he sent to a teenage boy. Dennis Pastor convicted of a financial crime part of a scheme to mask something more egregious, his molestation of children. A former member of Governor Ivy's staff was arrested for child solidification charges. Solidication? What the fuck is wrong with you idiots? Solidification? More defiant than more accusers step forward alleging sexual misconduct. This is the shopping mall. Some say it was common knowledge and not a big secret that Roy Moore would flirt with teenage girls when he was in his 30s. One accuser says that Moore initiated a sexual encounter back in 1979 when she was just 14 years old. A jury found Ghislaine Maxwell guilty of five out of six federal charges, including sex trafficking of minors. I've met her numerous times over the years, especially since I lived in Palm Beach. And I guess they lived in Palm Beach, but I wish her well. Yeah, everybody share this shit. Okay. I'm gonna follow my, my own. The darkness that has happened is this. If you want to destroy the Republicans, comma, share this. Hashtag Midas Touch. Political ads. Exclamation point. It is fucking genius. All about how the Republicans are the pedos, comma, groomers, and perverts. Exclamation point. Black cloud. Vapor. That energy just consumes your whole tribe. Since colonization, Native women have been targeted. Multiple families grieving over teenage girls. There's so many of them. You can get killed real easily around here. 
destroy the Republicans just share the shit out of this video for possession of child porn. He also told people in this group that his preference was for babies and saying that they were his quote absolute favorite and uh, solicited another member of the group for videos of babies being raped. George Nader, his criminal history included multiple convictions for child pornography and child George molestation. Nader. This morning, a judge sentenced Ralph Shorty to 15 years in prison. Police caught Shorty in a hotel room with a then 17-year-old boy. New charges against Joel Greenberg. Sex trafficking Joel of a minor Greenberg. and stalking a political opponent. Order Republican Congressman Matt Gates allegedly having a sexual relationship with a 17-year-old girl. Investigators Shots. examining whether he, quote, violated federal sex trafficking laws. To all of a sudden act like this phenomenon of girls getting pregnant at, that, at, at a young age that we consider young. 16 or 17 to act, to act like it's a new thing is ridiculous girls between the ages of like 17 and 24 is when they're technically most fertile Indianapolis arguing sexual relationships between 13 year old boys and men in their 20s could be consensual some of those relationships between younger boys and older men the sort of coming of age relationships the relationships in which those older men have helped those young boys to discover who they are back in 2004 uh, Lauren Boebert's husband Jason Boebert was arrested for indecent exposure uh, because he decided to reveal his penis to waitresses turned out one of the waitresses was 17 33 year old reality TV star Josh Duggar is in serious trouble charged with receiving and possessing child pornography. Duggar was taken into federal custody, accused of downloading child sexual abuse material online, showing children under the age of 12. Three women accused a Tennessee state representative of abusing them when they were teenagers, and he was their high school basketball coach. Not only did the Republicans stay in office, he was re-elected, and he was just named chairman of a key state house education. 
subcommittee. State representatives in Tennessee have been working on a bill that's obviously a Republican-dominated legislature. The House version of the bill, as it was introduced, didn't include an age minimum. Yeah. It, it, it means it could pave the way to legalize child marriage, like child brides. Congressman Rose's engagement announcement. No, that is not his daughter. They reportedly met while she was in high school. He was about 42. Tucker's talking about the former cult leader Warren Jeffs, who was convicted of sexually assaulting minors. Well, well, actually, he's not in prison for that. He's <laughs> Warren Jeffs didn't marry underage girls. No, he's, he's, in, he's in prison for facilitation of child rape. Whatever the hell that means, the rapist in this case has made a lifelong commitment to live and take care of the person. So I, it is a little different. A man running for a college district's governing board arrested for masturbating on a campus, a Maricopa County College police officer found Randy Kaufman with his pants down masturbating in his truck at 4.30 in the afternoon in the Rio yeah, Salado College. Yeah, fuck him. Yeah, fuck them all. So, yeah, thanks for a million subscribers. I'm cleaning up. Mm, Two million views on Twitter. Hmm? Huh. Yeah, Two million views. I got two million views. Let's get this video constantly trending until these motherfuckers are removed from office and thrown behind bars where they belong. Okay, political ads. New viral Taylor Swift. Get out the vote. I've already seen Violent GOP. I've actually covered these, covered these before. Streamed three days ago. <laughs> um, it's a nice title: Trump and MAGA in complete freefall, and it's glorious. Got two million views. Good for them. Viral, mega viral. Let's see, secret recording released. Okay, let's 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 get this party started. I'm coming out, so you better get this party started. Coming out, I'm coming. I'm coming out. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. Thanks for billion listeners. And also shout out to KL Student Radio at the University. A varied stone and technology, Papayaki, travel radio, travel radio, travel radio, on the Red Richester Show. Leaked secret recordings expose Trump's criminal intent. 
<laughs> I was skeptical when I started taking this collagen for my skin. I got this from Kisberg and only after four weeks I started seeing results. More bad news. Are in Wisconsin yet to use the words of members in the Great exclamation point. The more bad news for Trump, the better for everybody on the fucking planet. Exclamation point. Why does touch mighty make a noise? Planets. Exclamation point. Midas touch mighty. Please speak the F up and demand the traitors from January 6th insurrection are charged and removed from office under the 14th Amendment. Exclamation point. Have a blessed day, y'all. Wow. Wow. Okay, so right now I'm like fixing up this thing. Uh, I didn't I guess I didn't speak clearly enough. Charge. A charge and from Office of the Fourteenth Amendment. Campaign, they wanted comms to continue to fan the flames about the election being stolen, and everyone needs to be on standby so that we can pull some stunts. And in the same recording, the Trump what? campaign officials also Wait, say, I'm Ben Micellis, Midasus Network, there are eight, yes, there are recorded, uh, reported surreptitiously within the Trump campaign in 2020 demonstrating that Donald Trump and the Trump campaign was clearly aware that they had lost the 2020 election. Two days ago, these recordings are in Yet, to use the words of members in the Trump campaign, they wanted Tom to continue to fan the flames about the election being stolen, and everyone needs to be on standby so that we can pull some stunts. And in the same recording, the Trump campaign official also says he lost by 20,000 votes, but then he turned out more votes. And at the same time, though, saying, Communications Department, they're going to fan the flames of election fraud that doesn't exist in order to spread election disinformation and to spread election conspiracy and claim the election was stolen. The Trump campaign official who is recorded in these audio tapes is someone by the name of Andrew Iverson. Andrew Iverson was the head of Wisconsin for um, he said, yes, 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 he said
let me play this first clip, though. This is Andrew Iverson from November 5th of 2020, where he admits that Republicans and Donald Trump just didn't get the votes they needed. They lost by 20,000 votes in Wisconsin. He claims that the Republicans should be proud of their efforts in Wisconsin. Uh, but just didn't, weren't, were not able to win, uh, the election in this country. Let's play this with Andrew Iverson, he had, Jack Smith and closing in on Donald Trump. 
Because y'all aren't it's fucking Robin standing Bob. up and saying no, so I'm behind bars. job. Twenty-four minutes ago, Trump attacks Republicans in unhinged post.
I'm Ben Micellis from the Midas Touch Network. Donald Trump went on his social media platform to attack Chris Christie, the former Republican governor of New Jersey. Of course, Chris Christie had helped Donald Trump prep for the debate against President Biden. And in that prep session, Donald Trump and Mark Meadows and Trump's team had concealed that they were aware that Donald Trump uh, was positive for COVID. And then Donald Trump spread his COVID to Chris Christie, who came very close to dying as a result of Trump concealing his COVID status. Uh, nonetheless, Chris Christie um, has been generally supportive of Donald Trump, although as an ABC analyst over the past week or so, Chris Christie has said that he does not believe Donald Trump can win in a 2024 general election. He said, yes, he lost the 2020. He lost in the midterms of the fourth candidate who he endorsed, and he's not electable in 2024. That's yeah, plus he's going to be, be behind bars. Quote, sloppy Christmas. Plus, y'all have to keep in mind that Trump will be behind bars in 2024. <laughs> We all need to the failed former governor of New Jersey, spent almost his entire last year in office campaigning in New Hampshire for the Republican nomination for president, much like his term in office, where he left with an approval rating of just 9%. His presidential campaign was a complete disaster. He endorsed me the following day, later recommended of Donald Trump, although as an ABC analyst, over the past week or so, Chris Christie has said that he does not believe Donald Trump could win in a 2024 general election. He said lost in 2020, he lost in the midterm in 2022 with the uh, candidate who he endorsed, and he's not electable in 2024. So that's the context. Uh, this is what Donald Trump said on the social media platform. Quote, sloppy Chris Christie, <laughs> the failed former governor of New Jersey, spent almost his entire last year in office for the Republican nomination for president, much like his term in office where he left with an approval rating of just 9%. His presidential campaign was a complete disaster. He endorsed me the <laughs> following day, later recommended Chris Ray for the FBI, how did that work out, went down in flames, and then was salvaged by ABC Fake News, I never wanted him. This is Chris Christie's response. I'm the target of Donald him. Trump's new tantrum. 
one of his lies about me today bothered him when he asked me to prep him for every general election debate or offered me three different cabinet posts. He's the only man to lose to Biden outside Delaware. Got lost to Joe, still stings. So you've got Christie firing back there. Christie, of course, does not mention that Donald Trump basically engaged in attempted murder. Uh, or at least negligent homicide with respect to Chris Christie and tried to spread his COVID as well during the presidential debate. Like, the large media networks just, like, forget about it. Trump actually covered up that he had COVID and could have killed Biden and probably was trying to do that uh, in the first presidential debate. I knew debate. it! Um, but look, as we say over and over again, this is why you absolutely can't give Donald Trump an inch. I'm going to talk in a moment about uh. that. Former governor, I can throw him in prison already. Disappointed me so much over the past week, but there is no appeasing people like Hitler. There is yeah. no appeasing people right. like Mussolini. Don't neg- bother negotiating with terrorists. Of those two. Trump is a wannabe authoritarian. He's incompetent. He's an idiot, which is a good thing for the country. But Trump's malignant narcissism is the same strand. Trump is just a complete idiot. So you combine the idiocracy with the malignant narcissism, and that's how you have people dressed in barbarian outfits calling themselves the shaman on January 6th, though mixed with very dangerous elements of terrorist groups like Oath Keepers and Proud Boys and Three Percenters and people. Uh, trying to overthrow our democracy, but violent means. That's why you have, though, that merger of the idiocracy meets fascism and this weirdness, this QAnon death cult, strange behavior. But you can't appease Christo-fascist. You know, Chris Christie, Larry Hogan, Pence, you know, all of these people. A true leader calls out this conduct. It's reprehensible. You know, we talk about these posts that Donald Trump makes, not to give it attention for the sake of giving it attention. Look, the large media they don't give it attention. Oh, they give it attention and flatter it. We bring yeah, this they humor him. Because one of these is If President Biden took these Twitter accounts and posted one QAnon news, I'd want to wait for confirmation that he did it. But if Biden did it, I wouldn't support him. I wouldn't care that he's created millions and millions of jobs, that he is the greatest jobs president in the history of the United States. I, I wouldn't care about his infrastructure bill. I wouldn't care about all of the ways he's reduced our deficit. I wouldn't care about the policy. And if someone who's leading this country reflects that they support TNR in any way, because there's they're not capable yeah. of leading, and I would not be supportive. Congress of needs to. Track record. Trump has no successful track record. Everything he goes to absolute crap. He's a loser. He's These white supremacist terrorist groups of Trumpy need to be need to be Designated as terrorist organizations, exclamation point, Proud Boys, Oath Keepers, Three Percenters, MAGA, the entire Republican Party.
coward, he's a traitor in everything that he does. But also, it is combined with these statements that any one of them are disqualified. Yet he's treated like we need to call that out. And then you have Chris Christie's undeposed Donald Trump's new tantrum. You should just basically say Donald Trump is a traitor, he's a complete fraud. He should not be anywhere near the party. Not that, oh, he could win or lose, you know. The idea that what the focus on is winning, when a win for Donald Trump means our Constitution would be terminated, just goes to show you that these MAGA Republicans just don't care about our country at all. Here, let me just show you the clip, though, from Chris Christie that Donald Trump was reacting to here. Play this clip of Chris Christie. I've said over and over again that he can't win a general election. And, and, and that's not speculation. That's based upon the polling that I was privy to pre the 2020 election. Uh, and what we saw actually happen in the 2020 election. And it's only gotten worse since then. Then add to it what you saw happen in 2022. The election deniers losing across the country. Bad candidates like Mastriano in Pennsylvania dragging the entire Pennsylvania ticket down in a historic way. Carrie Lake, Blake Masters, Tim Michaels, uh, Tudor Jones. We could go through the entire list. Loser, 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 loser. And I think Republicans are recognizing that. Okay, now I want to talk about Larry Hogan for a second, because when Larry Hogan, Larry Hogan wants to run for president, he's not going to win. He's not going to come close. <laughs> the MAGA Republicans, he, he, you know, when these Republicans today believe that they can change the Republican Party, they can't anymore. Any normal Republican has left at this point. They're now an independent. They're not a MAGA Republican. You're not going to win in a Republican primary if you believe the insurrection was bad, as Larry Hogan did, if you believe that insurrectionists are criminals, if you believe they're not political prisoners, if you call them out, you're not going to be able to win a Republican primary anymore. You got to be an election denier. So Larry Hogan has no chance, but because he wants to win so badly, he goes, he will have to support the Republican nominee, even if that's Donald Trump. It's so disappointing because I thought Larry Hogan was a little bit more moderate and making normal statements. He did the right thing on January 6th, but this just goes to show you, for Republicans, it's all about power. They will sell their soul and their dignity in a second, as Larry Hogan just did there. But here's the payback. So, Larry Hogan, you said that about Donald Trump. This is Trump's response to you. Let me make it easy on Rhino Larry Hogan, who is not going anywhere. Zero chance whether he announces for president or not. I don't want Larry Hogan's endorsement and won't accept it if it is given to me. It is, possi is it possible to say it in any simpler than that? Thank you. Is it possible to say it any simpler than that? Thank you. So that is what you get when you say things like, I'm going to support whoever the Republican nominee is, even if it's Trump. You got to be strong. You got to be assertive. You got to be unequivocal. That's how Trump backs down. Now, if you look at what Judge Donald Middlebrooks, the judge in the Southern District of Florida, did, when he issued those sanctions against Donald Trump, Donald Trump then immediately backed down and withdrew other lawsuits that he had filed. Because you stand up to authoritarians, especially a weak, coward authoritarian like Trump. They back down. But here, you have these situations where Trump's just going to attack Christie. Christie will attack, will 
basically kind of take it, oh, I'm the target of another tantrum. You know, same thing with Larry Hogan. But I think Americans are taking notice now. The pro-democracy coalition gets it. We recognize who the fascists are. The Democratic leadership by Hakeem Jeffries is different, right? Aggressive, assertive, calling out these fascists, speaking through the pro-democracy language that is just so vital right now. That's what we're going to keep on doing here at the Midas Touch Network. So thank you all for watching this. Thanks Hit subscribe. All. It's free to subscribe. Check out, by the way, Killing County. And it's, it's also on Hulu free right to call all so three branches of government and demand these motherfuckers are removed from office. You deserve it, America. Start, try to raise your standards a little bit, America. America. Uh, full episode, stream days ago. Mm -hmm. This is my man. <laughs> Top former federal prosecutor and Michael Cohen predict who will indict Trump first. <laughs> yeah, couple with Michael Cohen. Let's hear it. Feeling the aches and pains of everyday life? Looking for a 100% drug-free supplement to help you move care? Okay, so Ellie, always great to have you on the show. And I want to start by saying congratulations. Uh, congratulations on your new book, Untouchable. How's that going so far? Uh, thanks, Michael. You know, the book came together really sort of naturally and organically. Um, here's the story of it. I wrote my first book, Hatchet Man, about Bill Barr, which we talked about on your podcast, criticizing Bill Barr for being a political hack. Um, and hey, as soon way, as it, it was out, been called, that, that book should have been called Scumbag, but go ahead, please. Okay, well, that's one word. Is that one word or two? Hatchet Man's two. Um, I, like the, I like the typical Michael Cohen uh, conciseness there. Um, and within a couple weeks of it coming out, the publisher, HarperCollins, said, well, what are you going to do next? And I said, I don't really have any other topics in mind. And they said, well, what's the question you get asked most? They said, take a week or so, take a few days and think about it. And I said, I, I'll tell you right now, I don't need a week. How does he get away with it? And <laughs> that he who gets away with it can vary. Um, a lot of different powerful people I've heard that question about. But of course, the most common he is Donald Trump. How the hell does he get away with it? And what I do in the book is I combine a couple different uh, sort of sources to answer that question. One, I take my own experience as a federal prosecutor and state prosecutor and I found as I wrote this book that there were a lot of parallels between what mob, actual mob bosses, I was a mafia prosecutor, did to protect themselves and what Trump and others do. Two, I took public reporting about Trump and research about not just the Trump case, but Jeffrey Epstein and Bill Cosby and Harvey Weinstein and CEOs and CFOs and other politicians and tried to draw common uh, themes. And then Third is I have original reporting in the book. I tell the story for the first time, the full behind the scenes story of the prosecution of you, Michael Cohen, and how it ended up, how the hell it ended up that you were the only person ever charged for the hush money scheme when you were at most, and I, I think you probably will, you know, at most you were a bad man. You, were, you signed a couple checks, but the beneficiaries, the real people pulling the strings here, not only did Donald Trump never get charged, but he never got touched. And there are ways that I lay out in the book that the bosses at DOJ stepped on the SDNY to make sure that Donald Trump didn't take on any damage. So it came together really well. It's it's my attempt based on my own experience and my own reporting to at least give some sense of how it is that 
smart, savvy, powerful people game the system. And what, what did you end up finding in regard to that? As far as my, um, as far as my, um, yeah. my case was going, simply because Jeffrey Berman himself, in his own book, which yeah. I would not recommend anybody reading because it's <laughs> garbage, but the same, the same as it relates to Jeffrey Berman, he acknowledged that he was under a pressure campaign from Maine Justice to whitewash any anything to do with Donald as related to the hush money payment. Yeah. So, in fact, I've actually filed a bark complaint against him uh, for it, and I'm still waiting for somebody to send me a letter, even though I know that they received it, because I do have a case number, but it hasn't been assigned yet. Here's my first question for Jeffrey Berman, who, and just so listeners understand, Jeffrey Berman was the U.S. attorney for the SDNY during your prosecution. However, at the time, Jeffrey Berman did the right thing. It, it is the right thing, but I'm putting it in scare quotes because of the way he did it. He recused himself because it's not entirely clear, but the, the general thinking was because he was the U.S. attorney, he had been nominated by Donald Trump, he had donated to Donald Trump, and therefore felt like it would be, would be best if he separated himself from the case so there's no conflict of interest. And instead, this guy named Rob Kuzami, who I know you dealt with, who was the number two person in the office, ran the case. When you are recused as a lawyer, you are doing that right. for ethics reasons. And that means I am out of this case. I don't. I shouldn't be told anything about this case. I shouldn't be updated on this case. Yet somehow, Jeffrey Berman, Mr. Recusal, has this whole story to tell about the case. I don't know whether he's ever been asked, but how did you know all this, Mr. Recusal? He's not a reporter. He didn't report anything. So clearly either, I, I don't know. I don't know what, how, what his sources were. I don't know whether he breached that wall of recusal. Um, I, I'm not sure. No, but no, the, he the, states it. At least he states in his book that he was contacted on multiple occasions right. by Maine Justice. So much they for the recusal. They were reaching yeah. out to him. But, and by the way, part of his recusal also had to do with the fact that his brother had some business relationship with David Pecker, who uh, ended up taking over the magazine George, that AMI. his brother Michael had been involved with. Correct. Yeah, yeah. So what I found in my research, and I talked to people on all sides of this, um, you know, all perspectives on this, and, and the the... Bottom line is DOJ stepped on the SDNY um, in in making sure that Donald Trump did. Look, they couldn't have charged Donald Trump, but there's two aspects of this. One is when they were coming up with your charging document, Michael, which typically is an indictment. But because you pled guilty was was what we call an information. There was a real conflict that broke out between DOJ and the SDNY, the actual people running the cases, not Berman, um, as the.